T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's James and Wiggy. Oh, years ago, we talked to Tom Moore, then at Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator. You got a busted play here, and then oh, no. ends. Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. I have never seen this before in my life. Watch this. Vince Wilfork is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble the football. This is what Reggie White used to do to people forklift them and just lift them off the ground. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it was the backside of Brandon. And more than knock the ball out for Mark Sanchez. It's run the football, obviously, when you're in backed up like this. It's quick game, bootlegs, get him outside the pocket, and no butt fumbles <laughs> on Sports Radio WEEI. All right, so we play that, uh, which you know, I, I guess he had to make it official. Mark Sanchez officially, officially announced his retirement from the NFL. Wow, I think the NFL retired him years ago, but. <laughs> Uh, well, he's, he's been getting paid. He's been robbing them for the past. He has of years. been. He's joining ESPN now. So is it going to be? I, it should be as a college analyst, not an NFL guy. Is going to be an NFL analyst? Uh, I believe. I believe college. Good. Good. Because I mean, an NFL analyst, dude, you're thought of as the butt fumble guy. Sorry. Yeah, but what's that mean, though? I uh, whatever. I mean, well, he has the although, Jets going thirteen and three this year. By the way, I mean it's ESPN. Let's well, be, well. Uh, although I will say this: only a handful of guys that actually not, do a good job. Nine on. years ago. He came in here to Foxborough, mm-hmm. and he outdueled Brady yeah. in a playoff game. Three touchdowns, no picks. I remember that one. He I, and yeah. I'll never forget that. And, that. and they had a couple weeks prior to that, they blew the Jets. They out. killed like forty something yeah. a three or whatever. Oh, it was like God. ridiculous. That was a all bad year. That was right. a bad year. All right. So Wiggy and I are asking with this question. Tom Curran wrote about it on NBC Sports Boston. Brady or Belichick? Who you got? Uh, I guess I wasn't shocked, but maybe a little surprised. Wiggy, Brady or Belichick? Who you got? Why? Uh, I'm going with the, obviously they're both great, you know. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I'm going with Tom Brady. And the reason why I'm going with Tom Brady, you know, you think about this, you look at what is the most important thing with building a franchise when you're talking about building a team is one position, and that's a quarterback position. We talk about the most that. important position in sports. Yeah, we we talk about how important that position is because you know you, you're you're down by four points. It's a minute ten seconds on the clock. You have no timeouts. You got to make sure quarterback make sure your quarterback can put together a drive that puts you in a position to have a chance to win the football game. Tom Brady has done that year in and year out. He's shown that he could do that at the most you know. Fuel pressure situations. And I'm not taking nothing away from Belichick, but to me, when you're on that field, it's one thing to call the play, and now you need the players to make sure that they are able to take that call and go out there and do their job and execute. That's why when you look at Brady, him being on that field and him being able to to, to not put the team in a position where they A, lose a game, or B, where he needs to make the play so they can win the game. Uh, I, I just think that I got to give the edge, and it's not by much. I got to give the edge to Brady because I would rather have that quarterback, and I feel like I could find a decent coach that can, you know, put everything else together. 
It's a tough question. Obviously, you can't have one without the other, but um, I have to go with Tom Brady, TB12, mm-hmm. because number one, uh, and I well, had to get my numbers straight on this. So Bill Belichick's all-time career record with Cleveland and here in New England without Tom Brady as starting quarterback is 50 wins and 56 losses. He has a losing record, Wiggy. He's 15-56. Mm-hmm. Now, he was 5-11 and in 2000, which was your first year and his first year here yep. in 2000 without Brady. He was 11-5 and in 08 with Matt Castle. And he was 3-1 and in 2016 when Brady was suspended for Deflategate. Yep. So you put that. Now, without Brady in New England, Bill Belichick's record is 19-17. and So he's two games above 500, barely above 500. Right. Without him, including Cleveland, with Bernie Kosar and Vinny Testaverde, he's an all-time here in New England, 50 and 56. Without Tom Brady, you don't beat the Rams. You don't beat the Panthers. You don't beat the Eagles the first time. You sure as hell don't beat the Seahawks or the Falcons. Without Bill Belichick... Does a coach put Malcolm Butler in, who played 98% of the defensive snaps in that game? Does he find a way to stop Nick Foles? You know, so there's that. Brady left Super Bowl 42, 18-0, on the verge of being 19-0 after throwing what should have been the game-winning touchdown pass to Randy Moss. And instead, Bill Belichick, or you can blame it on Romeo Cornell, he put Ellis Hobbs on an island against... Plaxico Burris, which is the equivalent of putting Andy Hart versus Plaxico Burris. It's a mismatch. Uh, it was it was just a it was like putting Bagel Guy mm-hmm. out an island versus Plaxico Burris, and so. For that. But then you also have to factor in, think about this, how many times have we talked about around here where, like, Bill, put some people around Brady, put, exactly. get a defense, do this, do that. take it down, and you're acting like I committed mass shooting or something. Well, you, you, you think about this, there were, I can't remember what year it was, but one year uh, they made a, obviously a, a Super Bowl run, and their defense was like 30th in the league, but their offense... Was uh, your offensive always 2011? It was a 2011. Yep, uh, their offense was like top two or, or, or number one yep. or whatever it might have been. You look at Brady has been able to to do it without those elite superstar players on either side of the football. And and, 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 and excusably, Wiggy, 2006, 21 to three lead in the first mm-hmm. half against the Colts on the road. You had Rache Caldwell, Jabbar Gaffney. Doug Gabriel, you had a fat Corey Dillon, Lawrence Maroney, you had nobody around them, and they couldn't hold the lead because their defense sucked then too. So there was that. So yes, Brady has not been put. Following year, offseason, Randy Moss, Mm -hmm. Dante Stallworth, Wes Welker, let's go. Let's go. So that was a different thing. 617-779-7937. Who's been more important to the Patriots' success, Brady or Belichick? Harold in a car. Thanks for holding. What's up, Harold? Hey, you guys. Uh, so I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here, and it's a little tough for me because my gut tells me Brady. You know, he's uh, obviously the greatest quarterback of all time. But a, a few points you guys raised were, uh, you know, the caliber of player that um, were surrounded, were surrounding Brady uh, through many of those years. Yeah, like think about and it, Harold. Kind of, Harold, think about oh, this. Oh, yeah, no, I, I hear it. Yeah, it, it, um, if Tom Brady came into the league and was surrounded 
by future well, guys who ended up becoming future Hall of Famers like Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and eventually Edgerin James? I mean, come on. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom yeah, Bra- but I, I see it like this. Bill Belichick has been, you know, he, he as all that Tom Brady has been responsible for, he was uh, one of those guys at the beginning of his career, almost, a, you know, a diamond in the rough. Belichick takes these guys, wins the Super Bowl with them, and most of them leave. They want big money, and he won't re-sign them. He'll go find another guy, you know, a no-namer, and hope to find one of those diamond-in-the-rough-type guys. I don't know who else would have uh, signed Brady and uh, turned, you know, found out or, you know, came across the, the greatest quarterback of all time like Belichick did. Um, not not giving all the credit to Belichick either. Well, but that was, that was more Scott Pioli. Scott Pioli happened to get, and Scott Pioli will say this too, Wiggy. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to credit us with taking Brady. We passed him the first five rounds like every other team. Right. So don't give us too much credit. If we knew he was going to be this good, we would have taken him earlier. Right. Uh, of course they would. I, you know, and I always look at it like this, right? I always look at when you talk about Tom Brady, you're talking about Bill Belichick. How good do you think the Patriots would have been this last year if Let's call it Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback, or Drew Brees, or Aaron Rodgers, or or Philip Rivers, any one of those guys. I think they'd be all right. You think they'd win the Super Bowl? With who? With uh, Mahomes, Brees. Do you think Rogers, the Patriots would? Rivers. I'm asking you. With, if, with, with the team they had last year. With the team they had last year. I do not. Ones. Right now, imagine putting Tom Brady on with some- Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas or Tyree Kill right. and Travis Kelsey. They'd win it. And then I would ask the question: I, I think Belichick. If you had Belichick coaching the uh, the L.A. Chargers of last year, I think the team would be good. But I don't know if that team would win the Super Bowl. I think actually that's a different story. I think Belichick could get them to win the Super Bowl. I do. I really do. I think now could he prevent Phil Rivers from making mistakes in the playoffs? That, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's I don't know. Nobody's been able to stop. No, Marty Schottenheimer, uh, nobody's been able to, to stop this guy from making well, stupid – well, uh, North Turner. But that, that's why I, I kind of make that analogy. But, but, you, but you look at this. You look at Tom Brady, and you were on the field for this. Uh, uh, you, um, Wiggy, uh, you look at the, the Super Bowl win over the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk. His backfield was Antoine Smith, Kevin Falk, Patrick Pass, and J.R. Redmond. I mean – are you kidding me? That's a joke. He didn't. Well, Antoine Smith was pretty good. He was coming from Buffalo. He was okay, and he was. I think he, he was, was a thousand yard rusher when he was right, at Buffalo. He, he was okay. And defensively, then, and, we had a defensively we had a pretty good team. We yeah, had some good players. Yeah, on but the then you had David Patton, Troy Brown, and you for fast catchers. No offense, Wiggy, you're not Gronk. Well, and, I and, mean, and, I'm pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty close. You're no Jim Rome, but hey, I, I, no, you're, you're I, right. You know, you're right. no, no. And by the way, my paycheck would would back that up. You're pretty absolutely right. close. Uh, but when you think about defensively, and you look at the team defensively, you, you talk about Willie McGinnis, Teddy well, Bruschi, there, and Ty Law, Ty Lawyer Law. Malloy. So there was a lot of right. a lot, of, and I think Brady and that first. Hey, Brian year. Cox wasn't bad at the time. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Cox. Was, Cox. Was, this a, is the Jim Rome Show <laughs> with guest host Mark, Mark James. James. <laughs> Thank you, John. You know, and I, th- I think the difference was, you know, that early Super Bowl, Brady was 
you had to make sure that you had a quarterback that didn't make those bad decisions. Right. Don't forget to Bucky Jones. Right. You know, he, was, Bucky, one of, he was one of those uh, from a hard-hitting New Britain. Yeah, right? Richard Seymour, also a Hall of Famer, eventually right. will get in. So I, I listen, I was on the team. I remember yeah, the yeah. guys. Right, you do. <laughs> so when you think about that, you look at, you know what, hey, they were, were very talented players. The quarterback, you had to make sure he wasn't making the poor decisions. And when he needed to make the plays, he was able to make the plays. And I think that's what Brady did earlier. Early in his career, but then he just kind of evolved into. Yeah, I, I think you could put him on any team. I'm just sitting here and looking at it, and look at every team in the NFL, like the division leaders or playoff teams. You put Brady on that team. I think you make can make the argument that that team could be the uh, Super Bowl favorite. I don't think you could do the same thing with Bill Belichick. Ooh, that's a good point. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It depends what kind of quarterback you would have for well, Belichick. Well, well, the, well, well that's but it. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the teams, are, right. they're constructed. Starts, right. it, so let's say you put Bre- uh, Belichick on the Baltimore Ravens uh, yeah. of last year. No, they wouldn't win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Right, no. if you put no. Brady on the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think they uh, uh, they'd be They'd be contender. I don't know if they win it at all. I, I just don't know. Stefan in Rhode Island's up next. Stefan, what's up? Oh, what's up, fellas? I mean, I just have to say that I think you guys are really underestimating the job that Bill Belichick does and the virtuosos that the, def- uh, that the defense plays and all of the times that Tom Brady's out winning these Super Bowls. Like, just even last year, I mean, the one against the Rams. The Rams were, were running through teams, and then they catch up against a Bill Belichick defense, right. and then they couldn't do anything. Like, I just feel like even back in the day when uh, Peyton Manning was coming in AFC Championship games, we had Peyton Manning solve. Oh, you had him on lock, Stefan. You had him on lock, yeah, I don't think we're. I don't think we're down. We're, we're down. You had the cheat code on Peyton Manning. Well, I don't think they're <laughs> downplaying what Bill Belichick is, but if you had to make a decision, Stefan, you got, listen, you're, you're building the perfect franchise, and the, the, the owner says to you, either I want Bill Belichick or... Oh, I want Tom Brady. Can only take one. Who do you I'm take? Taking Bill Belichick. Really? Not a ten. Wow. Bill Belichick. He's literally like, he's the Godfather. He puts all the pieces together. He makes a uh, a Malcolm Butler play better. Well, he, he doesn't make. He, I mean, he finds the Malcolm Butler. Now, I will. And then, I, I will say this, Wiggy. And then that w- Malcolm w- Wiggy. Butler has to be so, able so, to perform. So, Stefan, here's the double-edged sword on Brady Belichick. I'm glad you brought up Malcolm Butler. Now, we're going to obviously think first and foremost about the Eagles Super Bowl two years ago, where he benched him. But how about the Super Bowl two years prior to, or excuse me, four years prior to that, whatever, three years, whatever it was, mm-hmm. against Seattle, where they practiced. They practice all the time the goal line defense um, and going into that game of Russell Wilson possibly throwing at the goal line instead of handing off to Marshawn Lynch. They practice it so Belichick in that situation put his team in a position to win. However, Stefan, the Patriots were down by... 10 or 11 points going into the fourth quarter. It was the largest fourth quarter coming back. Remember, it was two years prior to the Atlanta game. So Brady led them back, and so mm-hmm. it's Brady and it's a combination. Well, see, I, I, th- I agree. I, I think I the, agree. the great thing that Bill Belichick does, and I've been around a lot of coaches in my career, the thing that really gives him the edge, in my opinion, is when you look at his attention to detail, but also preparing you for certain situations that you might think will never arise and 
He prepares you and puts you in those situations. So when they do happen, you're like, uh-oh, I've seen this before in practice, and now you can just go out there and react. Yep. And that's I think that's the thing that Belichick hey, does better than any coach. I didn't think, you know, he's one of the greatest Red Sox players of all time. He's calling in. Fred Lynn is calling in. He wants to weigh in on Brady Belichick. Or is it Fred Frumlin? Fred Frumlin. Uh, I was hoping it was Fred Lynn. Yeah, either kidding. way, it doesn't matter. Hey, what's what, up, what, Fred Frumlin? <laughs> it says Fred Lynn. I was yeah. hoping it was actually him. <laughs> listen, Wiggy, yep. I got to tell, tell you, you have become probably my favorite on-air personality at DEI. Oh, now you're really glad I snuck well, this one in. I appreciate that, Fred Frumlin. <laughs> but I got to tell you, man, am I surprised okay. at you today. Because All right. every time I hear this argument arise, uh-huh. and it's, I, I get it. It's a content filler because we're not into the preseason yet and they don't have anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it generates phone calls like mine. But when I hear this argument arise, all I can think of is that somebody who knows how to play football and has played the game would understand that it's a completely specious argument. Tom Brady has developed into the player he is under mm-hmm. the tutelage and direction of Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was lucky uh, and and probably also uh, intelligent enough to make the picks, but he he was given a gift in Tom Brady. Yes, and there's no way in a team sport like football where there's so much parity and there are so many stars and there are so many great coaches. There's no way in a sport like football where you can say Bill Belichick is more valuable than Tom Brady or Tom Brady is more uh, so valuable. So what do you think Fred ultimately what do you who who's more valuable then? I don't I don't agree. I, I think okay. it's he said that yeah Fred said equal. equal. See I I understand what you're saying Fred but he, the way I'm looking at it is it's like this right the, the the way I look at it is is of course you're talking about you know Bill and Tom they they go together like you know peanut butter and jelly you, you milk know what and I cookies, mean cookies yeah, yeah like cheese method man and, and Mary J Blige like Kool-Aid and sugar right. they go together it's like you know one without the other it just doesn't work you know what I mean Hennessy and Coke don't work uh Hennessy and Pepsi so, but the thing when you look at Brady, and you know if we're, we're we're in this discussion, it to me it's about that guy on the field, right? Yeah. And, and coaches Who, will let, tell let me, you. Let me, let coaches me, will tell hey. you. Coaches coach, players play. And, and let me ask you this: Who makes the pass to Jermaine Wiggins to set up Adam Vinatieri's field goal? Not Belichick, Brady. Who no, make, no, actually, Wiggy makes that play. But that I'm who threw it to you. I mean, anybody could have threw me. Oh, 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 okay. Well, all right. Who makes it when you were on <laughs> no, the oppo- when saying. you were on the opposing team two years right. later against Carolina, and you had a chance to possibly win it after Jake Delo- uh, I mean, uh, John Casey, Casey kicks, kicks the, the ball, ball out, out of bounds. bounds. Brady leads him down. Yes. Who can, who who led him on the drive against the Eagles against the Seahawks right. against Atlanta down twenty eight to well, three. That, well, that's right. the point that the point that I was making was that you know coaches were always tell you, okay, coaches coach players play. At the end of the day, we can only coach you and prepare you, but you got to be able to go out. There execute and do it. And at the end of this segment, we have trending right now. We have trending right now. This is Boston <laughs> Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Oh, that's okay. a hey, man, oh, 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 producers produce yeah. on air personality. That's I guess, it. You know, you know, it, it's like Suge <laughs> Knight said, the '95 Source Awards. You want to come with a producer? Not all. It's like the having video, ham, dancing. no burger. Yep. 
This hour brought to you by, for trending, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss, who's helped thousands lose their weight and, more importantly, keep that weight off you. Their transformations at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. You know what Curtis can do, John? What can he can he do, do it next hour with Dale. I'm sure Dale will love that. We'll do it next hour. Trending? Uh, yeah. It, like, he, he could say, you know, he could do his little thing. Now it's time for trending. That'll be <laughs> Dale will love that. Uh, Red Sox beat the Rays last night, nine to four. They were up eight nothing, uh, and it, they, they ended up coasting nine to four. Erod pitched seven innings, struck out six. Game two of the three game series. Joe Castig- Oh, no longer the blotation. Oh, they still blow. Uh, <laughs> and, and you got uh, Joe Castig, Josh Lewin, right here on the WEI Red Sox Radio Network pregame at six ten. Game will start at seven ten. Chris Sale on the mound. Chris Frail. Chris, Chris Frail. Frail. Chris. Chris. Is it Chris Frail or Chris Feel? It's Chris Frail. He's, okay. he's weak, but he's not. We'll, fit. we'll find out. Well, he was Chris Fail for three starts in a row. He gave oh, a fifteen earned runs prior to last game. Uh, Patriot players sit to report to training camp tomorrow. Their first scheduled practice is Thursday at nine fifteen in Foxborough. Six members of the team will start the camp on the pup list. Al Horford said, "Quote." The Celtics tampering accusations against the Sixers are kind of ridiculous, which I would concur with that. Marcus Smart has been reportedly added to Team USA. He joins Jalen Brown on the training camp roster. More of Wiggy and James in your phone call, 617-779-7937 after this. 93.7 FM W-E-E-I Bill Pelichek's full story is never given. When they talk about when when Michael Vick came back after the dog fighting, yeah. every time they mention his name, well, you know he was involved in the dog fighting scandal and went to jail. Every time. Bill Belichick can never be the greatest coach. There's a cloud there because of the way that they do their business. Someone's going to write a book and expose the New England Patriots. Tom Brady cheated that they would go to the dumpsters and the, the other opposing team hotel. You want to say Barry Bonds is a cheater, but you won't call Bill Belichick a cheater. Why not? That was Rob Parker, who's with Fox Sports, and uh, he, um, I don't think he took his medication that day. No. I don't, clearly, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think he took last his, night, actually. Yeah, oh, I don't, last night, his he didn't take it. No, he actually took night. an Ambien. That was the issue. <laughs> well, was it, would, it? it would have been better than hearing what the garbage we just he might heard. might have been eating shrooms. You know, it's it just, people hate winners, Wiggy. That's all it is. That, Wait, because you know, we know about the whole, the whole cheating thing. It's been going on forever. Right, the whole we got to the bottom of Spygate. We knew what that was. There was no cheating involved. It was not like you know. That's the thing. Like you know, he says going through the garbage and looking for. Yeah, people do that all the time. People manipulated footballs all the time. Uh, when you look at every team is looking for an edge, right? Mm-hmm. And does you know does Bill push the, the 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 rules a little bit? We've seen him do it with the formation, um, and that's what got Baltimore all upset. Wait a second, you know he looks for maybe a gray area and he pushes that. That's not cheating. That's just trying to be a good coach and looking for an an advantage, right? And when you think about it on the on the field, it's even like in the the Rams thing. Like to really think that we filmed their walkthrough and then yeah. taped their walkthrough. Well, that on. that was proven. That was proven. But you false. still got to go out there and you got to perform. Well, that's just it, right? And, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean? So so what if I know that this guy's going to be playing right. a certain 
I still got to go out there and perform. Yeah, would it make my job a little bit easier? Yeah, yeah it might, but I still got to go out there and perform. Yeah, and, and that was proven false. Obviously, the Boston Herald had a major retraction on that. John Tomasi story, which is proven false. Now, they got caught in the beginning of the 2007 season where they were doing what a lot of teams were doing, but they, they I, I don't know, they, they had a guy in a wrong place who was filming the Jets. Right. Yeah, filming the sidelines. And filming the sidelines. Mangini. In front of 80,000 people. It blew the whistle on him. Right. They got, they got, so they couldn't do it at halftime. They kicked the crap out of the Jets, and they proceeded after that game, after going 1 and 0, to win the next 17 games. Right. They're the only undefeated team to go 16 and 0 in NFL history in the right. regular season. Right. No one's, and the only NFL team to go 18 and 0. No one's ever done that. Right. And, and it, unfortunately, it ended with an L against the Giants in Super right. Bowl 42. But, and we know, know what they did after Deflategate. Right. Exactly. So How many Super Bowls they went after the flake game. Um, three, three Super Bowls after the flake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was after the Colts game, yeah. so they won against Seattle. They right. won against so Atlanta. All eyes were last... on them and yeah. against Seattle for the footballs. I think even in that we talked about it at length. I think in the Seattle game, the footballs were were they were made sure they were at the proper of pressure. Of course, they were under lock and key. I Those think balls they... were deflated. Somebody had to do it. And I think even the footballs came in on an armored truck. Two into Seattle, like so, nobody could touch the footballs. If you touch the football, um, and you weren't a Patriot or a Patriot player, I think it would have actually blown up. That's how that's how much scrutiny they were under going into that game, and then Brady was suspended for four games, and then you know the all eyes were on Brady. He comes out, he has a tremendous season. They win another Super Bowl. We saw what he was able to do. Even though they lost the Super Bowl, we saw what he was able to do well, against the if it wasn't for Eagles. I did not believe what Tom had to if say. If it wasn't for Nick Foles. No, no, but I'm just no, saying no, 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 what no, no. he was able no, to do throwing no. the football. If it wasn't for Nick Foles' performance, even in a losing cause, Brady could have been the MVP. No, no, I, no, yeah. I, I agree with that, but everything was like, oh, the reason why the... By having deflated footballs, he throws the ball better. Remember, that was the whole thing. Right. And so my point is, even though they lost the Super Bowl in that, look at his performance. It you know, it had nothing to do with the footballs being under deflated or anything like that. It's just it's just like you said, when you're a winner, people, people hate, hate you. you. Nobody hates the Jags. Nobody hates right. Arizona. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Uh Willie and Cranston wants to chime in on Rob Parker. What's up, Willie? I, I absolutely hate Rob Parker. And the last time that you guys had him on EEI, I kept calling in trying to get get on the phone with him. This guy is an idiot. Right. And we talk about how the Steelers and, and, and the uh, Giants had to play their footballs in that game. But because the Steelers think nobody wants Why to talk not? about it. Can we talk about that, yeah, Rob right. Parker? Yeah. Right. Well, he's not going to nope. do that. And when they had him on, too, I remember listening to it. I think he was on OMF, and it was like a giggle fest. I'm yeah, like, yeah. nah, man, you should have addressed this clown. No, I know. It was a giggle fest. Yeah. It was a ha-ha. Like, I told OMF, man, undress this dude. Rob Parker he actually did. For, he does it for attention. And, and I was I was disappointed with all the calls because nobody ripped him. I would have ripped that guy. Right. I hate that guy. Let yeah, you know, you know, Willie. He's what he's doing. It's like he's, Max Kellerman, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he he. They're double. Now, granted, Brady did jump off a cliff, or he did fall off a cliff. Willie, Willie, all he and Max <laughs> Kellerman, all Rob Parker, and Max Kellerman are doing right now are doubling and tripling down on being stupid. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they, they're speaking about something that eventually will happen, and anybody can do that. It takes no skill to do that. They put these guys on ESPN the front line, and they just talk about winners, and and they talk junk, and that's all it is. They can't talk about the Steelers because they, they're, they're no good. They won't talk about anybody else cheating. 
And it is what it is. You guys have a good one. All right, Willie. And I, the other I, person fired up. Stupid. And the other problem, <laughs> and the other problem is no, yeah, Wiggy, nobody really challenges stupid. them. That's the other problem. No <laughs> one's really challenging Kellerman, and nobody's really challenging Ron Parker when they they say these stupid things for the most part. Stephen A. Smith doesn't even, you know, uh, challenge him to, to, like, say, oh, yeah, Brady's fall. You know, well, 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 this was like four years ago now that Brady was supposed to fall off this cliff. Right. I mean, right. it's just, come on. And he won the MVP, too, like, in 2017, right? right? He, what? Just... He, he won the MVP. Like, it's, you know, I mean, yeah, was his season as good as it was a year ago? No. No. But but the one thing about Tom Brady is that, you know, it's a kind con- Listen, you look at him now. So the video that came out the other day, we can mention, that he and his his six-year-old daughter, Vivian. Jumping off the cliff. Jumping off the cliff. Yes. People so Kelman call- was right. <laughs> All right, this audio yeah, sucks. Yeah, they do Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, that was horrible, John. That was a wait, wait, that, that was like, like, like what, what, what is going on here? I'm like waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. it like it sucks. Okay, it, it, it's something you need to see. But people were claiming Brady was irresponsible as a parent no. when both him and Giselle were both there, and Vivian was in good hands. She was in good hands, right. and and but like here's the thing, Tom Brady. He's looked better now than he did when he won the Super Bowl with you. That's how I learned how to swim. He threw me right in the harbor. Yeah. My uncle said, you want to learn how to swim? Get in there. He didn't hold my hand either. So, right. I mean, you know. That's how they teach birds to fly. Right, exactly. It's like, think think about it. I, I I think I saw somebody make a comment on social media. She was a little bit off on the snap count. It was one, two, three, and then it was like, ah, go, I don't. Want to go, but I do want to go. And but I, she, listen, she's okay. We can report she's okay. Well, she's, yeah, but she's we also fine. can't report. I think Brady was suspended for 14 games. For okay, that, all right. For that incident. All, all, all right. Roger Goodell's looking to it, into it right now oh, as we speak. It was a wiggy. That's by the way. That's don't even joke because you never know with this commissioner. Right. Don't even joke. John and Weymouth, you're up next. Go ahead, John. John. Oh, John and Weymouth. Yes, yeah. it's you. Oh, hey, what's up, Wiggy? What up? I'm going to miss you guys, man. I am going to miss you guys after the, on the 29th. But well, keep listen, listening. I tried to undress Rob Parker. Okay. And he's just, nobody gets under he's my skin. Clown. Not Minahan, right. not Rima. I mean, but, you know, he's just a clown. But I got to say that I would think that Brady, I mean, look at everything Brady had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And then to not just be a decent quarterback, I mean, Wiggy, you were teammates with my buddy Drew Bledsoe. Yes, I was. You know, I mean, he was a very good quarterback. Yep. Not great. You know, sucked and, in the postseason, uh, though. Not in the postseason. He had his moments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last game he played for the Patriots was a pretty big win. Yes, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. But, but other than that, I mean, the run to the Super Bowl 96, he sucked. He sucked. He sucked. I don't know if he really? sucked. Yeah, Are you John, serious, John, he sucked. Are you serious? John, look up. He he's one of the worst postseason quarterbacks in NFL history. Look up his uh, postseason in 96. You know what, Mark? Seriously, you know, you. it's not about stats. It's about wins. Okay, well, okay. they won in spite that of him. That Jacksonville they, team that he beat when he had the flu. That they, was they, the they won it because of Willie team. Big Play Clay. Okay. Willie Drake, that was the only play in the game. Blessing That's all right. Jefferson for a huge first down conversion to get them into the scoring range. Really? Well, I, Bledsoe. Don't come at me with. Uh, by the way, Wiggy. You know, yes. Wiggy, go, go, go ahead. Give, give me, give me Bledsoe's playoff numbers. All right, his playoff numbers, complete career. He's, uh, he's. 
three and three in the post. Three and three, but yeah. what, what are the stats? Uh, what are the stats? Uh, touchdowns, picks. Touchdowns, six touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, he sucked. He, yeah, he sucked. You know. Six touchdowns, 12 picks. Hey, when you call in a show and you come at me, just Uh-oh. come correct. Yeah, his, come quarter, correct. his quarterback rating was what was it? Fifty four point nine. Okay, thank you. What was his completion percentage? His completion percentage was down there fifty one point two. Fifty one. Sucked. Yeah, very good, Johnny. How do you do that so quickly? How do you do that? It's literally the easiest thing in the world. Okay, but we, we could turn audio around in like two seconds in this place. Very good. So that to me, when you fifty one percent completion percentage in, I worked with a guy. You work with a guy at Nesson. Who who's I won't mention his name on Very the air. Good. He's, he's a producer. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a great producer. He think he like he thinks Bledsoe is better than Brady because he loves Bledsoe. Uh, Bledsoe is a good quarterback. Okay. he just you know like you said I think it was more of a playoff performance. Now he didn't have a six huge, touchdowns. He didn't have a huge sample size. Six touchdowns, twelve picks. Right. 51% completion percent. He sucked right. in the playoffs. Yeah, he wasn't he was very good in the garbage. playoffs. Garbage. Drew garbage. I think in the it was playoffs. more about moments. Got that, John? Drew garbage. Garbage, though. All right, final it's segment. Gotta, it's got to rhyme see, see, better. See, we, the natural ones are much better. Yeah, so but he even said that yesterday. one, though, it's got to rhyme better. Like, Drew, how it's, it's got to go with the Bledsoe. Or it's how, go how, with how about the this? Drew. How about this one? I'll Drew just change hey, his last name. How about this one? Drew, how about in the postseason? Drew Bluso. Bluso. Because blue. Okay. All right, final segment. Good news on Teddy Bruce. Bluso? <laughs> this is the W-E-E-I Sports Radio Network. Well, what happened July 4th was I went for a run, which I've been doing a lot lately. Um, recently compete, completing the uh, Boston Marathon, and I've sort of just run and become a part of my routine lately. So I went for a run down to the local high school, and I told my wife and I told my kids to meet me down there. So it's about three and a half miles, and all of a sudden, I, my left hand just started feeling weak. And I was trying to set up and I had this equipment bag with me and I was pulling up the equipment bag from the ground to myself and my left arm wasn't coming up. So I turned to my wife then and she looked at me and I said, something that's right, something's not right. And she couldn't understand what I'm saying. And she looked at my face and the left side of my face was drooping. And we immediately knew what was happening. We called 911 right away and the ambulance came to the field and uh, picked me up and then I was off to the hospital. All right, that was uh, Patriots Hall of Famer and current ESPN analyst Teddy Bruschi, who you won a Super Bowl yes. with in 2001. To hear him talk about that, what's the first thing that goes to your mind? Scary. Yeah, you know, you start scary. to think about yourself and you think about, you know, here's a guy that is in unbelievable shape. You know what I mean? You talk about he's, he's ran marathons before and you kind of just think about that and like, you know, you're like, oh, man, I got to get in shape. And you start to hear that, you, you know, the older you get, you know, the hotter things it, it it becomes and, you know, you start to worry about that. But the thing you have to do, and I think, you know, Teddy is, you know, talks about it. You got to make sure you're getting checked out. You got to make sure you're doing all those stuff, uh, things to, you know, monitor any situation, pre-existing situation that you might have or maybe find something that you might not know. Yeah, and obviously uh, it's good that he's recovering. He's on the yes. road to recovery, yes. and he'll be back on um, on. He's ES- on the new show yeah. now. Is it Sunday? What is, is it? Sunday NFL Countdown, right? Yeah, NFL yeah. Sunday Countdown. NFL yeah, yeah. Sunday so Countdown. That's good. So, and he's obviously really good on television. He does a great job. He's yeah. on OMF all the time, so yeah. we'll hear him during football. I think that'll season. be a good. I uh, him and Randy Moss. I think it's him, Moss, and uh, Hasselbeck. 
Woodson? To, they're still no, there? I don't think Woodson's there no more. Oh, they got rid of Woodson. Yeah, he's not there no more. Can I tell you this? The addition by subtraction, he wasn't that good. I don't know. I, 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 I he wasn't. That I like good, Moss man. though. I like. Oh, I love he, Moss. When Moss is Moss, when he's yeah. like the straight cash homie that I know, right? And he's not like, don't try to be like, you know, robotic and feel like you just be loose and do what Moss does. Right. Moss is great because Moss has that twang. You know, tell those he stories. He has that and, Southern West Virginia country y- 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 boy you swang know, to him. Uh, yeah, and you. That's right. Did you play with him in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. all. Yeah. Moss is uh, he's good he's, dude. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. And he's a Hall of Famer, too. You got it. But I like the thing. Listen, when you get up, Emmett Smith found this out, Wiggy. Joe Montana found it out, Wiggy. Marcus Allen, Eric Dickerson. It ain't easy to get up there and just, you know, it's tough to convey the You might have played the game at the highest level and been so successful. It's tough to convey the game to the yeah, masses. But you it's just tough have, to do you that. You have to be yourself, right? And the well, whole Bruski, Bruski's yeah, well Bruski's, read and prepared. Bruski's good he at takes it. He, seriously, right. he he goes into TV as if he's going into a, a Bill Belichick right. uh, uh, game plan on defense. Right. You have yeah. to, but still, when you do all that, it's still be yourself, you know. And that's the biggest thing. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have situations where you mess up words or you stumble what you're saying, but just go out there. Have fun. Be yourself. That's why I think Bruski does a good job. Because he he's himself. He's the same guy that you would see hanging out. And if you ask him the question, he'd, he'd answer it the same way. The same way with Randy Moss. If you ask him, hey, who's the best quarterback you played with? He would answer it the same way you would hear him on the radio. And I think that's the biggest well, thing. Guys who do well, just they're being themselves. Just like you. And you are yourself like you are every day. And you did a great that's job today. Tomorrow, Fitzy will be in with us. That's right. We'll three have hours. Fitz I want to thank Schlitzy. Uh, Lucy Burge and uh, John Anderson. John Anderson. Uh, I don't. I'm still amazed at how you turn those jo- those drops around so quickly. Quick. I think there's a machine back there. Well, it's 2019. Well, 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 I think whatever. They just put him into a machine, and then all he has to do is hit a button. How about this one, John? Ready? Is that how it works, John? Your final nickname, John? Drew Garbage. No, 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 no. I got one better. Drew Dreadso, because he was dreadful. Is that yours? That I'm claiming it. <laughs> you got a good, he's claiming it. So is, I guess I'm claiming it. So I guess it's I not yours. It it. Drew, Drew Dredso. What does that sound? I love that sound. What, that, what that's that? like you know, like the hip hop. Yeah, that's like, like you know DJ. The rap air horn. Yeah, air like horn. It's, it's like the rap D- air horn. DJ's playing that. Right. It's like coming to the stage. Yeah. Or it's like you know, we want to hear that song again. You know, John, let's hear the rap air horn again. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very nice. We'll be back tomorrow. Fitzy's in the house. We'll join us. We'll have some fun with him tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. Dale and Keith coming up next with Andy Hart. Have a great one. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T Mobile.com. 